Real Presence Live. To be patient to share Christ, but to be urgent, you know, just take advantage of that opportunity, that open door, that little bit of trust. Local. When we're truly and fully alive as Catholic, we have hearts that are actually that desire the good of the civil order. Engaging. But I have to start the day off by saying, you know, Father God, I offer myself to you to do with me as you wish. Live. There is a human longing for beautiful things and traditions. And if these aren't found in the church, people will seek them elsewhere. Good morning. This is Father Richard Kunzlaw and Father Ryan Moravitz coming to you from the beautiful Diocese of Duluth, Minnesota, on the shores of Icy Lake Superior on Real Presence Live. Father Ryan, good morning. Good to be with you. Good morning, Father Rich. How are you this morning? Very, very good. Would you please start us out with a prayer? Absolutely. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father God, we come before you this morning, and we thank you for the great gift of your Son. Lord Jesus, you who come to give us life and life abundantly, we praise you in this season of Christmas and as we approach your uh, celebration of your baptism. Lord, we ask for your blessing upon our listeners, our benefactors, upon us this morning, that we might draw close to you this day. Mother Mary, we ask that you intercede for us as well as we entrust ourselves to your prayers. We pray all of this through Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you very much. Now, uh, I know that we have a little bit of a preview of the show today. So, Eli, are you with us? I am, Father. Good morning. How are you? Very, very good. Good, good morning, to, good, Eli. Good to morning. hear your voice on an early Tuesday morning. Yeah, it's it's been like a whole month since Happy New talked. Year to you. Happy New Year to you, Father. Yeah. All righty. You want a, sh- a preview of the show. So Give it to us. Here's what's coming up on this morning's Real Presence Live. How often do you pray for our legislature? Well... Pastor Rich Wyatt coordinates a program in his state capital that guarantees prayer for each day of the legislative session. Keep listening to hear how priests and religious from across the state are p- participating in this ecumenical effort. The Bismarck Mandan Symphony Orchestra is preparing to take you on a journey through time with film scores from the 80s and 90s, reflecting on times from the 50s, and even a glimpse of prehistoric times. In the second hour, we'll tell you more about it and how you can win tickets. And three years ago, an idea came into action. Today, it has grown and has plans for continued success. Find out what's next for Theology Uncapped in the Diocese of Duluth. That and a whole lot more coming up this morning on Real Presence Live. But, Father, before I hand it back to you, I have a question for Father Rich. Uh-oh. Yes. So this- I like this part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, and moving on to the next part of the show. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. I have your mute switch. Uh-huh. And... Uh, so when we were recording those uh, those Happy New Year and Merry Christmas uh, yeah. liners that I'm sure most people have heard playing during the breaks, you, you said something really interesting. I'm going to play that right now. <laughs> My very favorite word in the English language, linoleum. Interesting. Now, you said your favorite word is linoleum. That's right. Why? Well, it just rolls off the tongue. I mean, I don't, I'm not saying I love linoleum. I just love saying the word. You're a strange person, Father. You know, my second favorite word is strange mos- person. mosquito. I don't like the creatures, but it's kind of just a neat word to say. Where Do, do you spend linoleum time contemplating these things? Linoleum and mosquito. All the kids in the school, because I've talked about this in homilies, now they all call me awesome because I tell them awesome. My least favorite word is awesome. They should call you mosquito. I, well, I said, be I a good nickname for you. No, You're kind the, of buzzing and annoying, you know. Now the word is linoleum. Father, have a linoleum day. That's what they say now. <laughs> a linoleum day. Yeah, it just rolls off the tongue. Just like it's smooth, like a nice, like a nice frothy cup of cappuccino <laughs> with vanilla. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, not with vanilla. We were just discussing coffee earlier, and you know, uh, we 
Father Rich and I prefer our coffee as coffee, none of this flavored, flavored stuff. stuff. Exactly. You know? People put all these different things in coffee. If nowadays. I want vanilla, I'll go to an ice cream shop and get vanilla. Yeah. If I want caramel, I'll get a sundae. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's an important thing early in the morning like this, you know? What kind of coffee do we have? Well, right. Dark coffee. Yeah, dark yeah. coffee. Eli, are you still in on this conversation? Are we talking coffee still? I, I suppose. You, do you drink coffee? Wow, why why hesitate? <laughs> What's the question? <laughs> that, was, that, was, like that, was, that was like the strangest speechless like, question I've ever heard. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm... I'm, I'm I'm getting our guest or something. I'm, yes, I'm, I'm working on getting your guest on the phone. But yes, I do drink coffee. There's like um, this deep pause. Right? Like, um, should I tell them? Should I tell them or not? No, I'm actually drinking. Some... I, I do like coffee, but I'm actually drinking tea this morning. But, you know. Oh, that's wow. Right. Is that he's like very, a, must be a New Year's resolution He's kind of prim and proper. No, I'm, the reason I'm drinking tea is I'm, I'm getting over a little bit of a cold, which, oh. if I remember correctly, the last time I got a cold was around uh, the August show that you guys did. So it seems like every time I get sick, it's always right around the show that you guys It's do, probably so. Father Rich. He has an, a deep impact on people. <laughs> I do. I do. And lots of times it's very positive. <laughs> right. Well, I think you should probably get on to your, your first guest. And, oh, okay. Uh, okay. Are we ready? the show. And <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Is, do we have do our guest ready? Yes. Is, this Pastor, is Pastor Rich there? Yes. Yes, I am. Hello. Pastor Rich, I love your name. This is Father Rich. Hey, yeah, I, I had heard rumor there's going to be a bunch of riches on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we just love riches that around means, here. That means the show's going to be good. You know the show's going to be good. Well, uh, Pastor uh, Rich Wyatt, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your ministry that we're going to be talking about. But first, a little bit about yourself. Okay, yeah. Um, I am a, um, a pastor of a Nazarene church here in Bismarck, North Dakota. Uh, moved here uh, in uh, 2002, December of 2002. And uh, have just loved uh, this area uh, in Bismarck. Moved out here from uh, um, Eugene, Oregon, as a youth pastor. So it was very interesting to have a church uh, take a big risk on a youth pastor to be a lead pastor. Uh, I think it's worked out okay after 16 years. Uh, wow. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, just uh, just having a great time. I grew up in Wichita, Kansas. So. So uh, nice. I, I know the Midwest. I know a lot of stuff that's uh, happening here. So it wasn't like I just grew up on the West Coast and God decided to transplant me to to Bismarck. Um, I, I knew the area, and uh, so that's great. I'm 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 married. I've been married for 31 years. Have three boys. Two of them are married, and and uh, so uh, and they all live around here. So we're really blessed. Really blessed. Well, that's great. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you, uh, uh, I mean, what the topic is at hand in regards to chaplaincy in the, uh, in the state government? Yes. yes. Um, when I moved here uh, 16 years ago, I had a guy uh, approach me. I, I'm, I'm a part of a kind of a, um, a group of pastors from uh, many different denominations or whatever. We pray every Wednesday morning uh, together, but we also pray for other churches and uh, so out of that stemmed this guy uh, saying, hey, uh, do you want to pray during this legislative session that's coming up? And I'm going, I have no idea what you're talking about, because uh, everywhere, everywhere else I've, I've lived, uh, and as a pastor, uh, there just wasn't that openness to, uh, to have these pastors come in to be like chaplains for the day. And I was like, boy, yeah, I, I would love to do that. So I got introduced to it for like the first two sessions, 
um, that uh, I was here just to have this incredible privilege of uh, starting uh, the legislative session out for the day. Uh, and, and I would pray on the House side, and I'd pray on the Senate side at separate different times during during that time, and just grown to have this incredible passion to to pray for them all the time, not just those days I was designated to to go and pray before that. And so so since then, it's kind of interesting. Uh, the, the guy that started it, his name is Steve Wistoff. He was over at... Uh, First Baptist Church here in, in Bismarck. Uh, one day he uh, he was moving, going out of town, and saying, "Hey, I'm moving to Lincoln, Nebraska." And uh, all of a sudden, he just plopped all this stuff on my lap and says, "Here, you need to take the over, take this over." And I was like, "Okay, whatever." Uh, and uh, so, so ever since then, I've been doing it for the. I think this is my fifth session uh, that I'm doing it now. That I've been I've been uh, organizing these pastors and leaders and priests and whatever to to be chaplains for the day for the legislative session and so it's just been just been a neat thing pastor rich this is father ryan moravitz really grateful for you coming on today um i've had this opportunity here in minnesota to go and be the chaplain for the day oh awesome. um, it was a great it was a great experience um, we had a government shutdown that day <laughs> yeah i'm just kidding <laughs> um one of the things is, you know, this is an ecumenical effort, uh, yes. which is really fantastic. So any idea how many different religions or denominations have been involved over the years? Uh, I would imagine right now um, probably every single one you can think of. Uh, last session we had um, our Muslim leader that uh, came and opened prayer, and uh, I was there that day. And it was just a beautiful prayer. Um, and you could tell that, that he was sincerely praying for the legislators to do uh, what they need to do for our state. And uh, this year, we, um, we already have uh, um, a Hindu that's signed up. And uh, I, I know that there's some people that, that have issues, uh, whatever you might want to think, uh, towards that, but you know they're a part of our state, and we have representatives in in our house or on our Senate side that that uh, represent that. Uh, it, it's sometimes it can be interesting, you know. Being I'm I'm an evangelical, if you want to call it. I put quotes around it. You can't see that on the radio, uh, but uh, I realize that uh, you know this ecumenical effort. Some people would be offended that we would even let those other people. But, I, you know, it's the other thing is, uh, Father Ryan, that if we all of a sudden, you know, say, no, you can't do it, uh, it's a tough one. Because, uh, um, you know, we all want to have, uh, like, the, uh, 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 you know, one one statement to, to follow up. But if they're praying for them and not against them, I'm all for it, uh, you know, as far as that goes. So, yeah, we've had... United uh, Church of Christ, United Methodists, uh, uh, Catholic priests, our, our, and our Catholic sisters, Lutherans, uh, you name it, we've had them all come. I love that. You know, when I went down, I had used uh, something out of the Old Testament that comes from our liturgy, liturgy of the hours every day, and I oh, had yeah. a number of Jewish people come up to me um, yes. throughout the yes. day and at lunch and stuff say, Father, we love that prayer that's in our Jewish roots as well. Yeah, you know, we're really grateful that you used that. That was really beautiful. You know, it was a, it was yeah. a really good experience. 
This is Father yeah. Richard Kuntz, along with Father Ryan Moravitz from Real Presence Live. We're talking to Pastor Rich Wyatt from the uh, state of North Dakota about coordinating legislative chaplaincy program. Uh, Pastor Rich, I've got a question for you in regards just personally. It's like, are you like a political guy? Are you like one of these guys that follow politics? And so this is a thing that's of particular interest of you, or is this something that was like totally out of your wheelhouse? Oh, this is way out of my wheelhouse. I'm so, I'm told, and you know what? I, I, I don't like politics. Our denomination uh, doesn't necessarily uh, advocate that we preach uh, politics, and I don't believe Jesus would want that either. But I think that there's certain issues we need to really take stand on or whatever. But no, I'm not a political person. Uh, I do know who my legislators are and those kind of things. I pray for them. But yeah, this is, this is one of those kind of things that, uh, you know, is just out of left field. Uh, and, but uh, but man, I'm going to pray for my 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 well, senators. I'm going to pray well, for my representatives. Why don't you speak to that? Why is it important to pray for them? Could you? I mean, uh, oh, I don't. Th- you know, I mean, we we pray for politicians or for yeah. or the leaders and stuff. But yeah. maybe you can speak a little bit more to that. Yeah, and and uh, I'll even preface this by saying I'm not going to pray for them one way or the other. You know, as they better vote the way I want to. I, I'm I'm going to pray for them that they do what God would want them to do. Um, right. You know, so many of them come in with their own platforms and different things like that. Okay, you know, but scripturally, we're supposed to pray for those that are over us. And and so this, is, I feel like this is just a part of of my scriptural duty, not my pastorly duty. Because this should be for all of us, not just pastors. This is everyone that, that claims to be a Christian uh, and, and believes in Jesus. Um, this is what they need to do. This is, this is a part of our responsibility to do this. And so I just get privileged to, to be a chaplain, you know, because I've got my uh, denominational credentials to be able to do this, um, you know, uh, to go and pray. But uh, it's all of our responsibilities to be able to be praying for them to do that. Uh, so, you know, I think that's that's huge. Yeah, it's so important to be praying for them and offering them to the Lord, you know, and just praying blessings on them. Yeah, You know, that's exactly. the biggest thing, right? That's exactly right. You know, don't don't put in your own, oh, they better vote this way today. That That's one of the biggest things, you know, because some of the requirements that we have when we go to pray, we can only pray for one minute. It's kind of funny, you know, but yeah. if they just want a one-minute prayer, and it's just a prayer of blessing. That's all it is. Don't get political in your prayers. Don't, yeah. you know, and uh, that's that's how we ought to be praying anyway. Amen. So, Pastor Etchen, for, for any clergy listening who may be interested, you know, should they contact you? Could they contact you? you oh, know, most um, definitely. Yeah. Is there a way that they uh, can be able to experience this and, and go down yeah, and do one it? Yeah, one of the things we've been able to do with technology is we now have, you know, Google calendars, and we have all these kind of things. So, um, when when all this was handed off to me, it was all on spreadsheets and paper and all this kind of stuff. And to me, that was exhausting when we could use uh, these online calendars. And so the best way, you know, if you want to come and pray, and this they, they require that you have to be a leader uh, of, of a church, your denomination or, or church has to, has to give you that, that right to do that. Um, that's some of our requirements and guidelines to, to do this. But what the best thing you can do is my church's website hosts the Google Calendar. Uh, so if you want, and, and I'm not promoting my church, 
at it at all, okay? But it's, you, you go to it, and it's BismarckLivingHope.org, all one word, and then you can go, if you don't want to even see my website, you can go backslash legislative chaplains, and uh, that, uh, that would be uh, where you can see that Google calendar, and then you just send me an email to say, hey, I'd like to sign up for these days. It's, it's as simple as that. Pastor Rich, very quickly, what's your what's your favorite part about doing this? Uh, wow, uh, not not the organizing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's not my favorite part. My favorite part is just being able to go and, and have this this honor uh, to go and pray for my legislators. You have a favorite. It's, it's, it's you have a favorite. Honor. You have a favorite story, really quickly. Um. Yeah. Uh, I, I suppose I do. Uh, there, there's just just already this year. Um, you know, they've seen my face now over the last eight legislative sessions, and so when you walk in and you see some of these people that have been there, and, and you know the sergeant at arms, and they just have this big smile, and you come in, and uh, they're just so grateful to have that chaplain, uh, and and so that to me is is so rewarding that they recognize how the sacrifice you are making that day to come, be a part of that, but also that, that you would see that as so important to come and pray a prayer blessing yeah. on them. That oh, that's, that's great. Thank you very much, Pastor Rich Wyatt from the Bismarck Living Hope Church of the Nazarene. It's been great having you on the, on the show with us. Pastor Rich, God Thank bless you. you. Keep up the great work. You you it's, it's, it's good, it's good you. to have you. Well, Father yeah, Ryan, uh, before we go on to this break, we're going to be uh, um, giving a little bit of a hint about what we're going to be talking about shortly, about what's on your mind. That's right. Uh, it's going to be. It's going to. Everybody's going to be uh, with bated breath waiting after this break. After our first break, come uh, listen back because we're going to give you a piece of our mind. Exactly. Let us, uh, give you a piece of yours. What? Thanks for listening, and we'll <laughs> talk to you after the break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. As we conclude the year of grace 2018 and begin a new year of grace and promise in 2019, I, as Monsignor Schumacher, a host of Real Presence Radio, wish you a blessed new year and God's continued protection and grace. Hi everyone, Steve Sponskowski here, Executive Director for the RPR Network, inviting you on the Real Presence Radio Northern California Mission Pilgrimage, April 4th through 9th, 2019. We will visit some of the missions of St. Junipero Serra, the wine country of the Sonoma Valley, and sites of San Francisco. We'll be staying at a beautiful retreat center with easy day trips to the sites. Cost based on double occupancy is $1,936, or if you want to get your own flight, it's $1,358. For more information, please call 877-795-0122. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest additions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating Mass together, and good friends. At Riverview, you can enjoy all these wonderful things. But it is the friendship and sense of community here that makes Riverview home. 
We share stories, laughter, smiles, and our Catholic faith. Try us out with a mini vacation or join us for Mass five days a week. You can contact Kelly for a tour at 701-237-4700 and online at homeishere.org. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday on Real Presence Live, it's Straight Talk from 9.30 to 10 a.m. Central. You're addressing critical Catholic issues in a fun way. Straight Talk is your opportunity to share questions and comments on topics relating to the faith or on things happening in the world around us with our local hosts and priests. My question is... I have some questions about the bishop. Very good questions. Thanks for the guidance. Straight Talk, 9.30 to 10 Central, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday mornings on Real Presence Live. Father Will Thompson. And he's Michael Wilde. And we both host Real, Real Presence, Presence Live. Live. And we'd like to wish you a very happy new year. Blessings to you in 2019. You're listening to the RPR Network. Now back to more Real Presence Live. Good morning. This is Father Richard Kuntz, along with Father Ryan Moravitz, coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth, Minnesota, on Real Presence Live. It's a uh, Really good to be with you all listening in in Radio Land this morning. It's the uh, first time this year for us, Father Ryan. Yeah. Which, which reminds me of like New Year's resolutions. Have you, have you done? No, I don't, I don't know, make be, those. Before the break, we talked about, you know, we're going to hear about what's on Father Ryan's mind. There's always a lot on his mind. It, 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 that's kind of a compliment. And so I was, I was wondering about. Kind of a compliment. Yeah. It's like I, you're, you're a thinker. Oh, that's true. I am a thinker. I'm an idea guy. <laughs> You're an idea guy, yeah. He's an idea guy. He just doesn't carry him through as other hey, people do Hey, that. Well, well, that's part of leadership. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> All right, so you don't, you don't make New Year's resolutions. I don't. Do you? No, I don't. So I guess we're not going to be talking much about that. I'm trying to lose a few pounds, but that started even before the New Year. Th- you were looking a little pudgy. I, I, I was at my highest weight ever. So I ever? Was, ever. So I was like, I need to like make sure this doesn't kind of. And the thing is that Father get Ryan out of is hand. short too, so it, it you know when those added pounds show up, they do show up. They do show. So I I, I think I I think I've I've lost a few. I haven't stepped on the scale in a while, but I'm eating better. I I've exercised all this last week, three miles a day. Really walking, walking. But cause it's, it's interesting. Pace. I just recently had somebody say, "You look thinner." It's like, how do you get thinner? Well, I mean, I don't know. I I think I got a little. Beer belly. I don't know if I can say that on the air, but I just did. <laughs> and, and so it's a yeah, it's made of curs. And so uh, uh, I don't know, but I took that as a compliment, I guess. Yeah, sure. You know. So but you want to talk about snow plowing? I do. You know. So this morning I went out into our parking lot. I don't Which know what you're parking. It's lot. a big, it's parking, a big parking, parking lot. Right? It's a big parking lot. And because of the slush and the weather, you know, it warmed up, so it created all this slush, and then it froze last night. Yeah. So we have these big yeah. ice ruts. I feel like it's going to like pop my tire. Yeah, yeah. it's terrible right yeah. now. And so I was looking at it, and then it started to snow during mass. And as I left, it was snowing. And I thought, plow guys are not going to be able to plow mm-hmm. on this parking lot right now. You know, So we're trying to get them maybe to come in to throw salt or do the de-icer. Yeah. Um, because... You know, it's gonna it's gonna be ugly. I felt bad for people this morning, and then here at the pastoral center in Duluth, it's kind of an ice rink out there. Um, it is. So this morning, when you knew that we were gonna have some time to just banter back and forth, you thought to yourself, "I'm gonna talk about snow plowing." Is that the thing? That's I am. Your mind Here's or? the thing. This was what's on my mind, right? Okay. And you can tell me if this is the case where you are, and any pastors out there listening, you can call in in our live section, our live um time, our straight talk time here in a little bit. 
but it's it's one of the biggest line items on the budget. Oh yeah, in absolutely. our region. So I don't yeah. know if people realize, you know, it's like how much we have to pay to keep that parking lot safe and clear mm-hmm. right. so people can get to mass. In other words, throw in an extra 10. Is that what you're trying to say? That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Throw in an extra 10 or 20 or 50 because these years, you know, you try to budget for snow based you on averages know. from the last know. year. Yep. But especially those years when you have bigger snow, like we're having at least at the start of this winter, or um, or you get ice and stuff where we got to do a little extra like it, it costs your parish a, a fair amount to keep that parking lot safe for you. So when we have big big snow winters, throw a few extra bucks in because it helps the budget a huge amount. It does. Because it's amazing how much that adds up. It's not a cheap thing to no. buy today, right? No, it's not. I That's why I was looking at the parking lot going, oh, boy, this is going to be expensive. Well, my parking lot at St. James is sloped, which is makes it more challenging. Yeah. You know, it's like I expect to see, like, Five people on the bottom of the hill. Like sliding down. Yeah, exactly. Ours is kind of sloped as it comes up to the main doors as well. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's amazing you have such a big parking lot for so few people that come to your church. What? <laughs> My church is... <laughs> we need a bigger parking oh, lot. Oh, boy. Here we go. Right. <laughs> we need a bigger parking lot. <laughs> oh, well, uh, that's a good sign. Because I know... I know. Well, I haven't seen... I want to come up and see your place. I haven't seen it really since... Your first days, you moved the Eucharist to the center, didn't you? We did. We moved the tabernacle over, and then where the tabernacle was, we put a beautiful statue of yeah. Mary with some And was that well-received? It really was. People were very happy about How it. How long into your time did you do that? Um, it was right around Advent. I got here in July, and I think, yeah. I think by Advent I moved it over. Maybe huh. even before then, actually, because we brought the Mary statue over, and it wasn't winter, so... It's probably in the fall. Oh, well, yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen it since, and I'd like to No, they were there. ready, and, you know, they had... They had in years past, they had ex- extended the um, sanctuary. Right. Oh, yeah, I remember that. So that they could do it eventually, you know. And yeah. So we just we just eventually just, just said, let's just get it on and do it. And people remember, were very grateful. I remember going It was a simple move. It wasn't, wasn't I, a big move. You know? I remember going to St. Lawrence years ago, long before you were there, where the church was, before it was switched. They changed the St. Lawrence Parish and where Father Ryan is pastor. They switched the whole orientation of the church, yep. which was... A little bit strange, I thought, but you know, I mean, if it's working now, it's fine. And no, it's great. You know, it's kind of a wider, you know, you can right. seat more people. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know what it was like prior, but you can tell there used to be a real right. long, one of those, you know, it's just a long aisle and two sides. Right, right. And yep. now we, exactly. We've got kind of two sections on each side and yeah. we can fit more people in there. So yeah, they've done a nice job. I really appreciate the people, uh, in all my parishes, you know, it's been in, good. in all three of your parishes. Yeah. No. You uh, you were just in Rome? I was. I little, came back Friday little, night. A little pilgrimage with a little I group. did. I brought six people. I lead these tours uh, once or twice a year these days. And uh, it went off without a hitch. Everything was good. The weather is perfect over there for this time of the year. Not a drop of rain while we were there. And Well, wow. there, there was some rain in Assisi when we went up there. But uh, uh, in Rome, it was perfect. Just beautiful. That's good not to hit rain because at this time of the year, yeah, especially in Rome when you're walking everywhere, right? And you know, I mean, it's it's great. My my love of bringing people over to Rome, especially people that have never been, that's what I love the most. I've always said that that for me, I'll never have kids at Christmas time watching them open up gifts. But the closest equivalent I have is bringing people who've never been to Rome and see their emotions and see their response when they see these things. Was there anything on this trip in particular that was moving for some of those folks? I wouldn't say, uh, well, I think St. Peter's is always moving. uh, You know, I I do have a fairly good connection with the Swiss Guard, and I've been able to get my groups into, uh, like, the armory and other parts of where the Swiss Guard can go. And 
that was the thing that I think the people were most struck with because we were walking in parts that of the Vatican that nobody else could, yeah. you know, because of our kind of need to get that inside. Oh, they, I mean, they just, experience. they just absolutely loved it. And I, I love doing something like, I love being able to have that connection to be able to allow people to see that up close. And did I see a picture on Facebook of you and Cardinal Jeevich? That was not this year. That was two years ago. Oh, okay. That's what it was right after he retired. He had, he had a mass at the tomb of John Paul II, and I went to that mass. So I, I was just getting done with my mass, and I saw him walking out, and I thought, I know exactly where he's going. So I told my group, I said, we're going to go to mass twice. <laughs> and so I brought them to the John Paul. So it was just Jivitz and a couple of his secretaries, and then my group. There, I think there may have been one or two. They other let you join. Person. Yep. He's so, so I was there, good. I was there for the whole mass and received, you know, communion uh, again with him, and and it was like right after he retired, so it's like a, within a week of his retirement, and so to be at now Jeevitz was uh, John Paul II's secretary for those that are not, not aware of that, and so for like forty years, and so to be able to be at that mass where he's saying mass over the tomb of his former boss, and what a, an emotional and great connection. So we did, we had photos taken afterwards. It was really cool. That's great. Any uh, changes at the Vatican right now that you saw or noticed? Well, they got Anything? a s- sand, uh, uh, their, um, uh, their, oh, the nativity the like is out all of... sand, which yeah. is really interesting. You know, it was okay. I mean, it's, I'm kind of used to the, the traditional nativity. It, it was beautiful. Obviously the workmanship was great. That was more of a modern thing. feel probably to it or what? Uh, it was like walking down a park point in Duluth and seeing a big sand sculpture, but really? a really, really good one. You know, it was really good and really quite large. So that was the only really big change. That is I that noticed. a one year thing then or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They'll change that back then next year. The other thing I noticed is that the security is a little bit lighter now. You know, the whole, oh, it is. well, not around St. Peter's, but in other parts because I think ISIS, the whole ISIS threat seems a little bit less these days, and so I think they've let up on their security a bit. So that the other major basilicas, there's not the security not, well, and armed uh, guards? It, it was, it was kind of like a crapshoot. It was like once one had it and another one didn't. You know, it's like if the guards were on break or something like that. It wasn't as intense as it's been in the past. So here's my final question about Rome. Did you eat something other than yes. Arabiata? Yes, Arabiata, that is not my thing as much anymore. I've grown. You're growing. You're maturing. Yep. You're expanding your horizons. I have, I have been for quite a while. It's amazing. Time. That kind of goes against who you are. You oh, know? oh, there it is. There it is, finally. <laughs> because this conversation was getting old. Oh. So, this is now time for Straight Talk. You can call in at 877-795-0122 with anything that's on your mind, any question you might have. Give us a call. We are looking for people to give us a piece of their mind. We've been talking about a piece of Father Ryan's mind and my mind. Now we want a piece of your mind. Call in at 877-795-0122. And what's the other way, Father Ryan, that can submit questions? Yeah, it's your opportunity to share your questions and comments on topics relating to the faith or on other things happening in the world around us. Um, we're excited to be with you. You can also look us up on Facebook, Real Presence Radio. Check them out on Facebook because you can submit your questions on there as well. Um, send us a message, and uh, we'll get you your, your question answered, or at least some commentary on it. Exactly. Well, yeah, we'll try and answer them if you've got a good question, or even if you don't have a good question. No question's bad. So uh, here's, you know, before we before we might get a phone call, this is this is one thing I wanted to touch base with. Isn't it like kind of like a challenge to do the office of readings and the divine office this time of the year you got to figure out what pages you're yeah on. exactly like, okay you, where are we for, today? yeah for the divine office the, the liturgy of hours is what a priest and the sisters vow you know uh when they enter into their state in life to pray every day and and 
Christmas time or right after Christmas is the most single confusing time to do it because so many things change. Yeah. So it's like you use five ribbons at any given time. Yeah, because you have this time between uh, what? Christmas and the Epiphany and then the Epiphany and the Baptism. baptism and the Holy Family. When is Epiphany and the Holy Family. Yeah. And, and this year is a little unique because because we have a, Epiphany landed on the Sunday. That means we have a whole other week of Christmas time, which is not normal necessarily than for the Baptism of the Lord the next right. Sunday. I, that's why I like these apps like iBravery. Oh, yeah. Because it helps me. Like if I'm if I'm confused in the book, which I still get confused. <laughs> like, believe it or I, not, no, I, 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 get I go that. to iBravery and I'll I'll go. Okay, what have they got on there? So you just trust what they're going to do is right. Yeah, they're pretty accurate. They're pretty good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I've always, you know, I mean, I've never done the iBravery thing. I like the book, but I've always kind of been a little bit turned off by people looking at their phone and prayer. But then I realize, okay, well, they've got an app. Yeah. So, I don't have an app, not for that. I like the app, especially when I'm traveling. It's nice to just have the phone and, and use that. Or the... I remember when I was in the seminary talking to a bunch of guys about having recordings of the office that we could listen to on oh, yeah. the road. That was back in the 1990s. Yeah. So the app well, is a little bit You can still different. do that a little bit. Well, all right. We've, we've got our first caller. Folks, you can call in. Um, don't hesitate. You can go to Facebook and put a question or a comment. You can also call us at 877 0122 again 8777950122 we have mark from dickinson on the phone um and he's wondering about um well, something let, that happens if, oftentimes if, in families yeah mark's on the phone let's so hear mark, it from you, you with mark. us yes i am mark thanks from dickinson for thanks for being with us oh thank you so what's your question yeah i just have a question well my um my two younger sons one of them is 11, and the other one is, I think he's 9. I'm not sure. They're right around that age. They, you, okay. they have, but they like to do like a play mat at home, uh, uh, and they'll, they have a little fort that they set out in the summertime where they, where they do it out there sometimes. They have an altar they build, and they kind of—I mean, it's pretty crude, but—and then—and then they also have a like cardboard box they have set up in the basement with with like a sheet over the top of it, and they, uh, you know, they'll sometimes the younger one will decide to be a bishop, and he made like a miter out of cardboard <laughs> or out of like white. Uh, that sounds like Father, Father, Father Rich does like that. Father, <laughs> <laughs> Father Rich does that sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, Jesse. Well, yeah. Well, then, and no, then he does not. To, they kind of beat up on each other to decide who gets to preach right in the middle <laughs> of the mass. Usually, but, how are their uh, homilies? But, <laughs> do they give good? They're homilies? really quite good. <laughs> they do. Yeah, they're simple. They're simple, and and uh, they usually involve arm wrestling and and uh, choking somewhere in there. But but uh, oh. but they're they are they are. But they also talk about how Jesus loves himself. So, so, so your your question is if this is appropriate or not. Yes, or what what is appropriate? I, they have. I work as a contractor, and I've done a few remodeling projects for different churches, and we've managed to get a few different items uh, from uh, that were like down in the basement of old churches, things that they use as well. And I didn't know what what are they allowed to use? What are what is the location? Uh, as far as, uh, especially when it comes to when 
they don't say the body of Christ. They say the love of Christ. I don't know, you know, what what is where you're crossing the line, or is there is there any kind of teaching on that? Well, you know, I mean, this is a an age old practice of uh, faithful Catholic children. Uh, you know, you can actually see if you go online. Sometimes you can see really old altar sets for kids from, you know, the 1800s, and and it's an it was a way of encouraging people, you know, to have an imagination about the faith and little children, and and about the mass and bring the wonder of the mass into it. And so, you know, I mean, it's all perfectly fine. You know, I mean, they're playing it. You know, and so the fact that they're playing it means that they're they're drawn to it. And so I would say that. From the standpoint of children just playing as you know as innocent as can be, there's not a whole lot of lines I would be really worried about, you know, because it's play. The one question that I would have for you, just maybe a a little bit of a clarification, is that you'd said that you'd gotten some things from like churches that you bring into the home that maybe that they were ready to get rid of, you know. I mean, if they're like you know something simplistic like a candle stand or a cross, that's fine. You know, there are some things. Yeah, there's things like that. Yeah. yeah, things that are like reserved, obviously, for church use that wouldn't be appropriate. But I'm sure that most churches would never allow that to happen anyhow. Yeah, one place, you know, I, if you go to antique stores, you can find some neat stuff that wouldn't be blessed. It wouldn't be have been used for sacred use that, you know, kids can use and have fun with and, and really make it kind of more realistic, if you will. Um, so, yeah, there's lots of neat ideas and things that people have done. I've got a... A good friend who's a Dominican priest, and uh, there's video of him. He had the mass down to the smallest detail <laughs> by the time he was about five or six, and he's, he's a little OCD, you know, so he was very particular about everything. He'd make his brother serve for him. He'd give these long homilies. He'd sit everybody down and sing. You know, it's it, it's sometimes it's at the root of a vocation, too, because the Lord plants that seed and that interest um, early on sometimes, and so, you know, it's it's good. Imitation is a good thing, especially for kids. That's okay. great. That, that, so, yeah, I would encourage it. Uh, okay. That's, yeah, I that's have, a great I have been. And what about, what about the, the one thing I did have a concern, I don't think you can know, is it okay just for them to say the body of Christ when they're holding just the wrist cracker or something? Uh, uh, I, would, I would say so. There's, I would say yes as well. You know, it's not, I wouldn't say it's okay. religion or anything. I think it's, it's again, it's just play. Thank you very okay. much, Mark. Thanks for your call and question. All right. Mark from Dickinson, thanks for calling in. We have a, yeah. Looks like we have another question. Uh, yeah, once again, folks, uh, Father Rich, give the number. I'm trying to pull it up. It right? is 877-795-0122. That's a way of phone call, uh, 877-795-0122. You can oh. also go on the Facebook page, Yep, I believe. You can go to the Facebook page, and we're on Straight Talk, and you can uh, submit your questions and comments on Facebook, and... Uh, they'll get them to us, and we'll try to answer your questions. And right now, we have a seminarian online that's listening online. Yeah, so Daniel's listening online. He's a seminarian, and uh, he's called in. Uh, Daniel, are you there? Yes, I am. Daniel, how are you? Is this um is this by chance Daniel Hammer? It is. Yeah. <laughs> well, from the diocese of Duluth. From the diocese of Duluth. That's right. Daniel, where are? How are you listening? And where are you listening from today? Because I'm your vocation I'm director, on... so you you better not say like I'm in uh, Florida or I mean, why not? Home. Right. Vacation. Yeah, I uh, decided not to go to class today. Uh, no, um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Over Isn't Rome. It? <laughs> You're over in Rome. Yes, that's great. So Daniel's one of our seminarians from the North America at the North American College. He's a Duluth seminarian. He's in his uh, 
Boy, what year are you now? <laughs> wow, you're the vocation year. of no, your first year, Daniel. First year Matt. I was right. just yeah. I was just in Rome, Daniel, and you were like absent. It's like we tried. I I, I went know. out with your Matt Miller, but you weren't not around. That's well, all right. I'm glad you're able to spend time with him. Yeah. Daniel, I'm glad you avoided yeah. Father Rich. It's better for you. So, Daniel, <laughs> we're grateful moving that right, you're listening. Right along. You're must you know listening online and coming from uh, Rome itself, and Vatican City yeah. State. Um, what's your question okay. for us this morning? Yeah, uh, just as we, my question is, as we finish the Advent, moving through the Christmas season and then into ordinary time, how do we keep, um, or how do I keep that joy from, you know, just waiting for Christ, and then how do I keep that joy uh, present as I, you know, continue on with my studies and then in through uh, the next liturgical cycle? Well, Daniel, I'll let your vocation director answer that question. The answer is always Jesus, Daniel. The answer is always Jesus. And I don't say that lightly in the sense of, you know, these more kind of intense or special seasons such as Advent and Christmas kind of heighten those those key points to the life of Christ. Um, And so there are those moments of, you know, in the spiritual life we sometimes will talk about, they're really a great consolation, these seasons. But... With every consolation, we we have to go back into ordinary life as well, but keep Christ with us. And you see Jesus, for instance, in his public ministry in those days, um, he's very present and in, in with people in their everyday lives and in their homes and at meals and at celebrations and at work. You know, you see him encountering people at work a lot. Um, and so what I would say, you know, for you as a seminarian, it's staying close to the Lord in everything you do. And not just in these moments of more intense like celebration and joy, but when it comes back to the mundane and the ordinary day to day life, we have to keep Christ present and, and there. And, you know, for you, and I would say for folks listening too, you know, there's lots of opportunities, you know, you need to be going to daily mass and doing your holy hour, right? But also for folks out there, you know, that opportunity to, you know, do your daily rosaries, get to adoration and spend some time or just stop by the church and sit before the tabernacle and the Lord's presence there um, to maybe the liturgy of the hours or daily mass or opening your Bible up, open your Bible up, read the gospels. So, you know, I think there's that dynamic of keeping Jesus in the ordinary is an important thing as we step out of kind of this more joyful time. Uh, so, so uh, Daniel, I got a question for you. Do you listen yeah. to us fr- from Rome every month? I do as often as I can. That was a good answer. Yeah, that's 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 a good answer. That's a politically correct answer for your vocation director. (laughs) So so is Matt Miller? Does he listen with you? Our other seminary? No, not right now. Well, we need to get on Matt. Matt should be listening to our wisdom each month too. You know. Well, anyhow. It is. It is great. It is great to have you listening from Rome. It's a. It's a great treat to have a, a call come in through uh, online through modern technology, listening in all the way from uh, the Eternal City. Thanks for being with us, Dan. Yep. Thank you very much, Daniel. God bless you. Peace be with you, man. God bless. Yep. Thanks, all right. You can call eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. As you just heard, we have people from all over the world listening to us, Father Ryan. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. We wish Dan and all the seminarians at the North American College a happy new year. You can also send a question to Straight Talk on Facebook. Just look for Real Presence Radio on Facebook, and uh, they'll send it your way. You know, I know that um, we have lots of listeners from all over. We have a, a new station here in uh, northeastern Minnesota up on the Iron Range, 
which is the Virginia Cook Tower Ely Babbitt Embarrassment. And that's area. a new thing. That's a new thing up there. It just got started. They're um, really excited about it up there. Um, and so I know that there's some listeners this morning from Ely, which is where I grew up, small little town up on the northern border, up by the Boundary Waters canoe area. Father Ryan, let me guess. Is it Grandma Vi and Grandma Ginger and your sister Michelle? It is. It is Grandma Vi and Grandma well, Ginger and my sister Michelle. Well, I, it is so nice. I hope that they're listening. You said it was probably after the 10 o'clock hour, but Grandma Vi, Grandma Ginger of Father Ryan's and Michelle, the sister, if you guys have a phone call, if you want to call in 877-795-0122 and tell us a little bit of stories about Father Ryan when he was younger, Please feel free to do so if you're listening. Grandmas, you know I love you, and Michelle, you know um you shouldn't do that. Um, in what are terms you doing? Of, uh, any your stories? Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. We have lines open. We welcome all the listeners all over the world that are listening in, and certainly encourage phone calls about anything that's on your mind. There's a lot of things in the world that uh, uh, can affect our faith, and that can make our uh, you know make us question aspects of our faith. Anything on, at all that's on your mind. Eight seven seven. Seven nine five zero one two two. We've had two callers so far, and we're certainly welcoming any others. Um, Father Rich, uh, you're a guy who follows politics, and you're you're I well do. versed, and you know politics oh, well. Thank um, you. You know, I've always been impressed, and I, uh-huh. I I like how you go about it. What about this government shutdown? You know, how can we as Catholics look at this situation? Would you say? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's uh, it's hard to be it's hard to take partisan hats off. I think anybody that's really interested interested in politics has a partisan hat and i certainly have the partisan hat and so to try and take that off and look at something from the standpoint of you know our catholic faith uh certainly uh can be a a challenge you can you can see arguments on both sides you know again just looking at it from a logical standpoint and uh you know my concern because i was there once i was actually I was working uh, for the U.S. Senate when we had a government shutdown back in 1995, I believe, under the Clinton administration, and and uh, we didn't get our paychecks, and that was a couple weeks. And I and I know that uh, as a as a government worker at that time, that was hugely stressful for us, and uh, and so those that's the thing that I'm most concerned about when it comes to the government shutdown. We have we have real people out there that are not getting their checks and a lot of people live from paycheck to paycheck you know and so they'll eventually get it paid they'll get it back you know uh they'll, they'll get the back pay but uh the fact is is that right now i know that there's very big hardships and so that from the catholic standpoint that's my concern yeah you know i noticed that i was traveling this week um little vacation and every tsa check we went through mm-hmm. People, you could see they were impacted, and yeah. some of them even commented on it. You know, well, we're yep. working, but we're not getting paid today. Right, right. You know, yeah. and, and that's impactful, especially it's, for families. It's and, the human side of the government shutdown. Yeah. You know, now you can you can make the argument about one side versus the other side in the political, and and that's a that's that can be a great debate, and it is we see it playing out in our uh, in our politics now. But uh, from I I just say from the Catholic notion of things and the dignity of the human person and giving the opportunity for people to have a live, have a wage you know i mean so that would be my take on it so call in at 877-795-0122 we're waiting for phone calls from grandma vi grandma ginger up in ely that's father ryan's grandma's and uh his sister michelle that are listening in for probably the first time Is, would it be the first time up there for them um, yeah i think so yeah you know um and my grandmas they're so fantastic they've known each other since they were little girls really yeah and so they used to, you know, they talk about playing hopscotch in the alley when they were little girls because they lived right next to each and other. And their kids got married. It's amazing, yeah. They've been through a lot, and they're kind of best friends now. 
Huh. Um, they live in the same apartment building, and so they wow. they spend time together. They're both really fantastic. No, let me. No, I mean, I I I, want, I, want, I don't have a problem talking about your grandma still, but there's <laughs> something about I've always been. I don't go to Ely often, but there's something about the license plates up in Ely. What do you mean? Doesn't everybody in Ely have the letters E L Y as their license? Uh, not plate? everybody, but a lot of them. Do. A lot of them do because you can get the E L Y. Yeah, you so just have what's to order the, them special? Oh, really? I don't know much about it, but yeah. I've always been struck by that. It's like, how many Ely license plates are in Ely? Well, there could be up to, what, a thousand? In the three digits then after that? I don't know. I just thought I'd throw that out there. Ely 1? Because you're from Ely. You like the Holy Father, right? Ely 1. Actually, it'd be more than a thousand because you can do that too, right? I should have Ely 1. Maybe I should do that, huh? I was thinking on doing SCV1 on my license plate. <laughs> you would. Well, only, so explain that to the people. What is well, SCV1? SCV1 is the license plate of the Pope. That's the Pope mobile is always SCV1. So it stands for Stato Cita Vatican. Any yeah. any car that is a official, you know, duty of the Vatican has SCV as their license plate, and then well, a number Vatican City State. Vatican City State. And, and the thing is that you know I collect papal stuff, and I I've always wanted one of those license plates. So there's a, the on-run, ongoing joke with my people in my uh, little tours that I always say, oh, I want you to get one of those for me. You know, it's kind of like as a joke, wink and nod. And because they're very collectible. People that collect license plates, it's the small, it's the most rare license plate in the world, yeah. the Vatican license they're plate. Tough so to get. Yeah, so I want to do SCV1 just because I love the popes and not because I thought I was papal. So that's why. I think we're we're um, probably running out of time here. Don't no, you I think? don't think we're running out of time because I think, I think, that, I think that there's something I coming down the pike now, Father Ryan. There, there's plenty of time. I think there's something I'm coming little, down the pike. I I, see, I'm, I look on the screen and Father they Ryan, kind of, Father Ryan, I'm happy. I think I'm, I'm happy that you. some of the listeners, <laughs> including listeners that are very close to you, are uh, abiding by what I had to say or in in in. You know, invite them to, and so we are so right now, for all of our listeners. We do have somebody. I think she's on the line. Michelle, are you there? Hello, Michelle. I'm there. I'm here. Is this Hello. Michelle from? Is this Michelle from Ely, formerly known as Michelle Moravitz? <laughs> yes, Father Rich. This is Michelle from Ely. This is Father Ryan's sister, correct? <laughs> so, so Michelle, I see on I see on the whiteboard here a story about Father Ryan, and has a question about favorite childhood memories. So. Why don't you tell us a story that would embarrass him? Oh, one that would embarrass him. Well, I'm not going to be that mean, and he knows Thank that you. I would share, but I, I'm not going to be that mean to him. But oh. I will say that he did used to play math with us, and we used to use a broom as our as our crucifix. Wow. And we the processional cross, right? Yeah, we, we didn't have very fancy things. Mom and Dad had a really fancy gold Bible from their wedding that we used. Um, were his, were his homies any better back then than they are now? Um, I think they were. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that's good. No, Michelle, you have to be honest. A lot of people are listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> what did we use I as communion? I, what did we use as communion hosts? So I remember one one of the things. What were you going to say? Well, we used those candies. Um, those oh, yeah. flavored paper candies. Those little round. Well, we I remember using vanilla wafers, but we also used those little round candies, right? Nikos is that Stork? what they're called? Nikos. I think it's like both names. I think you can have. Yes. So we would so, use those, and yes, I remember vanilla wafers, and I think oyster crackers sometimes too. Oh. Depending on you know what was on sale at the local grocery stores. <laughs> Who do you think was the priest more often, Brandon or me? 
Now, my brother's a priest as well, folks, so Father Brandon or me. Yes. I think I remember you more often. I was probably the better young priest, right? Oh, of course. <laughs> as usual. But now he's better. As adults, he's the better priest. But when we were kids, I was better, I think. Oh, you guys. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, Michelle, do you is have that a... mom's voice? No, that's Grandma Ginger, Grandma Hi, oh. and then I have the kids with me. So it's... your niece, Joy, has a question for both of you. Okay. What is your favorite childhood memory in regards to your faith? Wow. Go ahead, Father Ryan. <laughs> So, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to more teenage years. Um, can I consider okay. that childhood? Is that fair? Is that fair, Joyce? As a teenager, yes. So there's there's that's fine. On Sunday mornings, I used to um, go pick up my grandpa, and also we would pick up this kid by the name of Michael, and we'd bring them to mass with us um, fairly frequently, and. So as you say that, like my favorite memory of growing up and going to Mass on Sundays was going to pick up Michael for Mass and Grandpa for Mass and having them with us. Because mm-hmm. um, otherwise they wouldn't go. Michael wasn't even Catholic. He was just a, a young kid that was actually your age, Michelle, and, you know, it, it was good for him. Yeah. He, you know, he was grateful for it and he loved coming with us. And then Grandpa just wouldn't go or couldn't go. I would go pick him up. <laughs> um, and so... Yeah. Um, I think, you know, that's like my gut reaction. I remember vac- Vacation Bible School. As a little kid, I loved going to that and had so much fun at that. Sister Cabrini is a great memory. She was a Benedictine nun that, that taught us catechesis when we were little kids, prepared us for First Communion. Um, lots of good yeah. stuff. How about you, Father Rich? Well, you know, I, I mean, it's interesting that we have uh, your grandmas that are listening in right now because for me it was anything that had anything to do with my grandma. My uh, My dad's mom was... The true inspiration for me in regards to discernment towards the the priesthood, and so anything she was such a holy woman. Anything that had anything to do with her and the faith was would have been my my best childhood memory in regards to the faith. She died. I was quite young when she died, and so I, I don't. Uh, it's interesting that you're blessed to have your you have still have two grandmas. Yeah, I lost my last grandparent in the year two thousand. Granted, I'm way older than you. That's true. More and more wise than you. That's not true. Better looking than you. That's not true. <clears throat> and smarter than you. But, and I, you know, my, my grandma's, it was great because Grandma Ginger would sit with us, but right across from us in the other pew was the other side of the family, and Grandma Vi was always there. And so I always remember, even when I was an altar server, you know, I would always be kind of watching Grandma to see what she was doing. So, hmm. <laughs> Well, it's good, it's good to have listeners from Ely, even if, uh, even if Moravitz is a last name or was a last name there. We like all of our listeners. Very good. Thank you for answering. Well, thank, we appreciate it. You thanks guys. for calling in. Hi, Grandma Vi. Hi, Grandma Ginger. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we're happy that you're. We're happy that you got the radio station up there, and that that's going to be up and running, and uh, you get a chance to listen to you, Real Presence Radio and listen to us. You can listen to your grandson every month now. We'll keep you posted on when I'm on. So. Awesome. That'd be great. And. We want some window clings up here for our cars. Oh, you want some? We'll get the producers to send you some up. So oh. Some of the bumper stickers yeah. and oh. window stuff. We'll promote real presents up there. Yeah. Yep. We'll make I'll that happen. Send them to the church here. We'll make, we'll make that happen. Great. Thank you, guys. Okay. Okay. So, love you, guys. It's love, good getting that. Good get, okay. Bye. Good getting that phone call from family. You can call 877-795-0122 if you have a question. We still have time for any question, whether it be on online or on the 
phone, anything that you might have a question about the faith or anything. You know, this is, you know, I love talking to them and the reality that Real Presence Radio is expanding, right. you know, and it's from support of so many people that allow this to happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, up there now they got supporters and that's how they were able to bring the station to, to the northern part of our diocese. Oh. I was home for Christmas and on the way back to Duluth, it was great. As soon as I, w- I was Neely, I put it on no. there, and I drove all the way down to Virginia for those folks that are in our diocese or no northern Minnesota. Drove an hour onto the Iron Range. You could listen to it w- most of the time. was getting off the Iron Range, and it was just starting to fade a little bit. So I said, well, let me check the Duluth station. Went to yeah. the Duluth, and it was clear as a bell. Wow. So, you know, this whole northern part, you can listen yeah. all the time now in your car. That's a great gift for the uh, for the Diocese of Duluth, which for many, many years wanted Catholic radio. And so it's a blessing now that, as you say, it's growing to different parts of our diocese. So that's great. 877-795-0122. Anything on your mind, Father, as we wait for a potential phone call? You know, I've been praying for the bishops this week. They're oh, on retreat. They are. And so I know that. Today's the last day. Today's the last day. You know, so I think it's really... You know, the Holy Father has asked them to be on retreat together, and they've done that. And just been praying that they grow close to the Lord, come close to the Lord in the midst of everything going on, because that's going to yeah. be the key to to finding their way through all of that, all the things going on right now. Mm-hmm. I think is that they they come close to Jesus, which is always the first thing we need to do, and as yeah. we discern and approach anything. So. Yeah, it's a. I don't know if you saw the letter that the Holy Father wrote to them. I was able to skim it. I haven't yeah, read the whole too. thing. It's out, it looked pretty it's, interesting. It's long, yeah. it, was, it was longer than I expected. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it's definitely a, a, an important time and a serious time in our in our church, as everybody who's listening knows. And uh, we have to pray. We have to pray for our bishops because they're the ones that are going to uh, lead us, you know, through these times. Yeah. So. You know, you were talking about New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Um, any ways that you're resolved to grow spiritually this year, or any thoughts, or? Um, I guess I wasn't expecting that question. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I've been, I'll tell you one thing that I've been doing. It's not connected with the New Year's is that I've been, uh, reading, uh, Raymond Brown's, uh, commentary on the Gospel of John. Yeah. Have you ever read that? When I was in college. That is like truly, I mean, I've heard for years that it's like the most well-written commentary probably in recent year, in like recent, maybe in the century. And uh, Raymond Brown was certainly incredible as far as a scripture scholar is concerned. And there's so much in that book that is helpful to me. And so as I read it, it's one of the few things, I was just talking to somebody about this yesterday, that I don't read often to where I feel like I want to pray after mm-hmm. I'm reading. And so, But reading his commentary is like, I want to pray after I get done reading because it makes Jesus come so much more alive and the scriptures come so much alive. So Raymond Brown's commentary on John, he's written tons of books, but his commentary on John stands out. It's great to do reading that brings you to prayer, right? That inspires you to, Absolutely. to go and be with the Lord more. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really good. Yeah. So, I mean, certainly uh, spiritual reading. That's what I'd certainly encourage people in the new year to do any type of reading. The more you learn about Jesus and our faith, the more you'll love it. You know, one of the things that I'm doing is uh, I'm trying to walk um, just to stay healthier. Yeah. Not that I'm really unhealthy or anything, yeah. but that walking. Pudgy, but, yeah. yeah, but the walking, like, you know, it just helps you clear the mind and everything. Healthy body, healthy soul kind of a thing. And there's a lot of truth to that. Absolutely. Because it's helping my prayer. You know, I've even noticed over the last, you know, day or two that my, my focus, even just praying the Liturgy of the Hours, is actually better. Yeah. Because my mind is clear because I'm yep. going for these walks. And so, and so I'm trying to stick with it. It's and, tough in this weather. And, but. And, and, sometimes, and sometimes, besides walk, we can also take a ride, like taking a ride down memory lane into history, which is what we're going to be talking about after the break. And so stick with us.